Welcome to More Than a Few Words, a marketing conversation for small business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeg, where we help small businesses become big businesses. As always, you can join the conversation by calling in with your questions at 805-285-9865. Or you can share your thoughts on Twitter. Be sure to use the hashtag MTFW. Now, let's get the conversation started. Good morning, everyone. This is actually Allison Carter pinch-hitting for Lorraine Ball this morning. We are thrilled to have you all here. Uh, Lorraine is off teaching a workshop this morning, but I am thrilled to be here with Alan Hauser, a freelance web designer and one of the foremost experts on podcasting. How are you this morning, Alan? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me on the show. Alan has been podcasting since 2005, and as he was telling me before the show, that was back when uh, they used reel-to-reel and uh, 8-track <laughs> to record podcasts. That's right. Yeah, Both yeah, I, I, I believe that one. So tell us about how you got started. I mean, 2005, maybe it wasn't quite 8-tracks, but it, it was uh, the fairly early days of podcasting. Yeah, um, well, thanks. Uh Thanks for, I'm, I'm old, is, is what it amounts to. Um, I actually took a, a job here. Um, I'm based north of Indianapolis in Indiana, and I, I took a job. That was uh, about a 60-minute commute each way. And um, and I was lucky to have found um, podcasting myself. Um, and this was before I even owned any Apple products, so I was, I was actually downloading... Uh, like this week in tech and other other kind of early tech kind of podcasts, and I, I didn't really hear any design related podcasts. Um, mm. So actually, I actually started recording uh, my first podcast from the seat of my car on my commute. Oh wow! And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow. Um, there, I, I don't know how many listeners there were when I started, but it, it was kind of fun because I I would actually kind of. Uh, you know, write it maybe on the way to work and kind of just brainstorm, and then and then on the way back home, <laughs> I could maybe record some some little segments and things like that. But it was kind of uh, it was interesting, and and certainly if anyone saw me driving and talking to like a headset microphone, they probably would have. Well, I guess they would have thought I was just talking on the phone, but it was interesting. That's what I can say. So what what kind of things did you talk about? I mean, so you talked about design, you know. Talking about such a visual medium in uh, an auditory medium is kind of a risky thing to do. Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, it was. It was in itself a short-lived program. Uh, but but I would talk more about design process. Um, maybe talking about some of the tools I use and, and like critique and, and things like that. Just kind of, just kind of like off the cuff kind of. Uh, commentary on general kind of web design kind of topics. And um, I was answering actually a few questions as, as I would drive as well, not live certainly, but, um, <laughs> you know, I could I could record them. But it was it was kind of unique in that I was, you know, in the in the seat of my vehicle driving and recording. It was it was kind of fun. But after that, I actually, uh, you know, I met I met a few coworkers at this job who were very much interested, um, very funny guys, and we, we started our own comedy podcast, um, which we would sneak away uh, every Wednesday. We'd, we'd sneak away to a conference room, and we would record uh, for an hour, and, and we'd actually started 
uh, interviewing people, kind of using the old uh, the old company phone, doing international oh, wow. calls, <laughs> doing interviews of uh, all kinds of people. I mean, we talked with PBS commentator uh, Baxter Black. Uh, we we met um, oh the guys from Jib Jab. Uh, I mean, we would we were trying to you know hit that that leading edge of of comedy weirdness that, that you'd find out on the web, and, and certainly po- podcasting was was a, a, a great tool to expose a little bit of that, and and also All just kind of be fun, yeah. You know? Yes. Well, so it sounds like in the early days for you, it was it was really very much about podcasting as a hobby rather than rather yeah. than for business purposes. Yes. Um, yeah, and actually. Um, Actually, when I was a little, little tired of, of of that long commute, I found uh, a local web a web development firm who was who was very very much interested in the work I was doing, both design and podcasting, and um, podcasting was something that they wanted to do for their clients. So I was hired to to go work with them and you know kind of help with the podcast studio and, and kind of work with. Both their podcasts and then and then client shows and things like that as well. So it actually did lead to you know getting me out the door and and into kind of working on more podcast for business actually. So when you were working with clients, what kinds of businesses were did you see running their own podcasts? Who was interested in getting into this game? Um, early on there, I mean, it was I believe it was probably 2007 or so. I mean, we were kind of approaching um, clients, you know, who hadn't really even heard of, of, of the technology, who were, you know, we were trying to convince them that this is a good way to, you know, c- communicate in, in, in a very simple way where, you know, people could time shift. They, they wouldn't have to tune in live. They, they could actually download the show or, or visit a web page later and, you know, kind of hear the voice of the, you know, Voice of the client is, is pretty much how it was. So it was, you know, kind of a it was an interesting thing, and I and it was easy to sell because um, it, it didn't cost much to do. I mean, I mean, you could record with a portable recorder, you know, sit sit down and do some interviews, and then do some editing and release that on a on a frequent basis. That was kind of the key. Um, but yeah, it was it was kind of an easy thing to do, really. I mean, as far as selling podcasting. And then what was it like once you got into it? Did the clients enjoy it? You know, a lot of times when you talk about doing video or any medium, the first thing people will say is, oh, I don't want to hear myself. It's so embarrassing. Yeah. How, how, did you help people get over that kind of nervousness? Um, I think it was easier to um, to kind of coach. I mean, to, to, to kind of be there and be that point person that, that would guide them through, just as you're doing with me. Um, it makes it a lot easier when, when someone is there to kind of, you know, has, you know, the, the overarching, you know, goal of, of, of what the presentation is about. If this is a, you know, we, we want to get to know more about you, then, then certainly we'll do that. But if it's a, you know, if, if it's more of like a, a show that's going to be ongoing maybe every week or, or even monthly or something like that, then I guess, you know, it's pro- probably best to, 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 to script it out to some degree to, to make sure that, you know, you're not kind of repeating a lot of things that people have already heard and make it interesting, you know. 
So were most were most of your customers that kind of one time only put it on the website so people could get introduced, or were they more ongoing programs? Um, they were kind of one timers because because okay. to find um, uh, to to find the uh, time to mm-hmm. you know actually create the content is is you know is, that was kind of the issue is is uh, you know they had usually something to say when 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 there was you know when they wanted to say it, but, but but it was difficult to get people to kind of get in there and plan ahead and kind of work a show out and make make something interesting you know, themselves. So, so that, that that was kind of the challenge, I think. So what what would you tell uh, someone who is maybe thinking of doing either a one-time recording or an ongoing recording? Who makes a good candidate for podcasting? Well, I think um, I've done a couple – different angles on things. Um, one I've called, I kind of, you know, I've, I've done this one several times where, where I call it more of like um, a love story, where, I mean, you don't have to call it that publicly, but but that's how you refer to it. Um, and, and it's basically, you know, I would I would go to the client and, and basically ask them, you know, 50 questions, and hopefully they're not just saying yes, no. You know, it's, it's you know, more about tell us about your experience with this widget, you know, and then hopefully, you know, it can become more of their dialogue about their product or their service, and then I would take that back, and I would uh, edit me completely out of it and drop in some music and make it, you know, add a voiceover in the beginning, and, and, and then it becomes more of like a like an editorial piece where where it's more of an emotional kind of uh, tug to it, so um, there, was, there was that type, type of thing, and that, that, that's obviously... You know, that's like a one-off kind of thing. You, you probably wouldn't want to do. <laughs> it would end up being like a soap opera, I think, if you did multiple. Um, but then, uh, but then, you know, like the other direction would would obviously be to to um, encourage, you know, wh- whoever is going to be speaking. If you know, if there's going to be like a a series of, of, of programs, you know, c- come up with that concept in the beginning, and and you know, even if the concept has been done, I think you know. Each person has their own perspective. I mean, even if it's exactly the same business and the same service, I think everyone has their own perspective on on everything. You know, they 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 are the expert of their own thing. So, I think you can def- definitely find some some interesting topics to discuss. What was the most interesting interesting one that you worked on, or the most interesting one that you've heard? Is there one that you wouldn't have thought would work as a podcast, but really works brilliantly? Um, actually, yeah, the the latest show that that I produced, um, it was it's called Content Structure and Style, and mm-hmm. um, it's a web design show actually focused on uh, Squarespace users. Um, and mm-hmm. Squarespace is a content management system. It's it's the the uh, platform that that I actually specialize in, 100% of of my days, um, mm-hmm. seven days. <laughs> <laughs> Hours a day, you know those those kind of things. But um, but uh, so so you know a group of us um, would record about new releases, new things we found, um, you know client stories. I mean, there, there's just like a wealth of, of of content there. And and actually, for me being, you know, focused on this uh, product myself, and you know focused on working with these clients, it was it was really you know, kind of in, in my best interest to make it 
a quality perfect show, you know, to to like edit it really tightly and, and kind of make it very interesting. And um, we have a large following, and we're actually starting up our our next season kind of around the corner here. We're going to start talking about new great things. So we're you know, but it's actually led to a whole a whole bunch of prospects for for myself, um, which hopefully the, the, the other the other co-hosts were okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, it's worked out really well. So it sounds like you very much use this this program as a marketing tool. Yes, yeah, I, I very much did. I mean, I mean, not not specifically by saying you know, call me at this number and I will tell you. It was just you know, it was an open conversation to to share our interests and we, we would have other experts on and you know it became something that you know if you can target a a theme and niche market then it's it's pretty pretty easy if, if, if you know about it to, to talk about it, you know? Well, it's really like any other kind of content marketing. When you write a blog or you do a video or a podcast, you aren't specifically saying, look at me, I'm such an expert. Instead, you're showing right. people, and by showing that level of expertise, a lot of them will naturally filter into your sales funnel. Yeah, absolutely. And we, we, we actually joked about the, the term goal funnel because because one of the <laughs> one of the cohorts is actually a marketing expert himself, so oh. so we, we, we would kind of tease him about a lot of the marketing terms about the <laughs> so so gold funnel became one of those things that we would you know have to use on on every show is one of them. <laughs> yeah, now you said something interesting. You said that you're starting a new season. Oh yeah. So yeah, you structure uh, into seasons like TV shows. Yeah. I, I think it's easier to um well I mean we've we've kinda had a long hiatus. We we've we've all been kinda a, a little busy for the show, but you know I think it's a lot easier to segment it into seasons because then it's not like, you know, what episode is this? Oh yeah, it's episode one twenty seven. You know, and what what does one twenty seven mean to anyone? I you know, I don't know. So so right. it's almost kind of tell people this is I mean, this could be episode three oh two, welcome to you know, season three of the show. And then, you know, it's it's a lot more interesting, I think, because then, and then you can kind of trace back and go, oh, okay, well, well, the, then, then you know, episode one hundred and three was probably their first year. You know, it's probably it, it's really easy to figure out that way. And understanding you're coming off of a uh, off of a hiatus, how often do you tend to release these podcasts? Um, we were releasing it um, every. I mean, we, we were trying to do like every two weeks. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, it became, you know, like every two or every month. I mean, is that that's been the challenge of you know personal podcast is finding that, that that calendar and locking in that calendar and like telling yourself that this is mm-hmm. important. This is the thing that I definitely need to do because people, you know, they they rely on it. They 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 set their mm-hmm. watch by by my release dates. You know, so um, if you let that slip, it's you know you feel. You feel guilty and you let people down, but I mean, you, you, you can only do what you can do. <laughs> You're only one person, and you you just you gotta look out for yourself first and foremost. Oh yeah, and, and in fact, it's, you know, we haven't talked about editing, but um, but I am like my my background is in audio production and recording, and um, and I mean, I try and get the quality as perfect as can be. I mean, it's not like not like I'm bragging, but you know, I, I will sit there and if and if it's something that I've recorded, I will have to 
you know, every sentence, if I do a little stutter or a stammer or something or an um, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll focus on that and be like, oh, I need to take those out. So, so you know, it'll, it'll turn into a, you know, like a, a half-hour show that, that we recorded might might take four to six hours to edit, you know, so oh just because, I, you know, to make it perfect. Um, and, and there's certainly been other live events that, that we've done that, that hasn't, you know, obviously there's, there's, there's very little editing to a live event only when you re-release it, but, um, but editing has is, is always been one of those things where it's like, I have to do it because I just want to make it, make it perfect. So it's, so it's kind of been that, 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 uh, maybe that, that's a, a downfall that, 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 that I'm up against where, you know, I will, I will hit a certain level of fidelity on, on maybe the first or second episode and say, you know, that's my gold standard, and I feel like I have to, that, that gold standard has to be hit every time. You know, so, so that's what I did. That, that is a pretty lofty goal. I mean, four to six hours on editing is, is pretty extensive. Do you think that's necessary, or do you think that that is just a, a throwback to your own roots in audio editing? Oh, no, no, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's just it's just me. I mean, you know, um, it, it just kind of depends on the show. I mean, I mean, like, um, our content structure and style show what, what wasn't that way. It was it was pretty much, you know, we would we would kind of edit out just the stuff that we didn't want people to hear, which, you know, we, we, we'd find a lot of that. But anyway, uh, <laughs> other shows I've done it was it was more like segments, almost like magazine style, where we might talk about a topic for three or four minutes, and then we're going to go in a totally different direction. And if there's no good segue to do that, then I found it was a lot easier to kind of you know, end it, put, put a little musical musical segment, almost like almost like you're watching a commercial break, but you're you're listening to it, you know. So, but you know, just like a little five second jingle or something, and and now we're in a new topic. So, so it's really easy to do that, and it becomes a lot more interesting, I think, for the listener because they're not just lagging on this person's voice, you know, the whole time. So. Absolutely. Now let's talk a little bit about equipment. What kind of uh, audio setup do you need to get started in podcasting? Um, I actually, um, you know, I talked about how how I have a a large or a a, a, a big background with with audio production and recording and things, but I actually um, use very minimal equipment when I record just because I want as as few technical glitches as possible. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, you know, if I have a portable digital recorder um, that, that, that I use. I mean, it, it's a pro model that I can pl- plug you know pr- professional microphones into, but it's it's also you know battery operated, so I don't have to worry about power mm-hmm. flickers or anything like that. And it records a little SD card, so it's really simple. You know, it, it'll, it'll record like an MP3 file, and then I can take it out, put it in the computer, and, and edit that. Um, and then if I'm going to record someone. Like an interview over a computer, um, I have a mixer where I, where I can still use that same recorder and then bring that computer into the mixer and then mix those together into my little portable recorder. So, um, it, I mean, it's like a like a flawless way to do it because there's really nothing that can go wrong. I've I, I've had problems in the past with it being like software recording or not sure. recording. Yeah, that's always fun to find out. But it sounds yeah. like it, it. There's a really low threshold. If someone wants to get started on podcasting, it sounds like they can run out to, to Best Buy or or Walmart even and pick up a fairly inexpensive microphone and get started. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, you could go find a little, you know, quarter-inch plug plug-in type microphone that would go into a computer pr- pretty cheaply, um, you know, or or even like you know, like a portable digital recorder. It's something that if you are going to do more of an interview style and like like a live event, let's say, and you want to walk up to somebody, I mean, you know, it's easy to do. But you know, today everyone has a has a computer in their pocket. You know, I mean, yeah. we have we have phones and Android phones, and you know they they do a fantastic job of recording. So I mean, there's there's really no reason to use anything external if you know if you've got a recording app on on your on your device, which which you do. So it should be pretty easy. It should be pretty simple to do. Alan, are you there? Oh yes, I'm here. Okay, and you faded out there for a minute. <laughs> the joys of technology, right? <laughs> Yes, it was that. It was an iPhone I was talking into that seemed to not work very well. Technology is great when it works, but as you <laughs> kind of experimented with formats, do you find that there is a, a a golden length for podcasts? How long? How long is enough to get people to the meat without boring them silly? Um, I, I think it. I I think it might depend on the show. Honestly, I mean, um. You know, if it's certainly one one guy driving on his way to work, then then I would say I would say like thirty seconds would be ideal. <laughs> no, but I mean I mean if it's one person, you know, and 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 they're gonna rip through a, you know like a series of topics or, or answer some emails, I would say, you know, ten fifteen minutes should, should should be plenty for something like that. If it's unless it's you know. Someone who's like reading a book at that point. If it's more yeah. conversational, where you know you have a, a special guest on, then then I think you know it's something that that that, that people just know that you know, especially if, if the conversation is guided to the point of saying you know, c- coming up at the end of our conversation, we're going to talk about your latest book, and it's you know we're, we're going to learn more about that. But first, tell us about your history. You know, so there's you know there's mm-hmm. opportunities to kind of keep people engaged. Um, so, uh, something like that, I would, you know, you could, you could go on to an hour I've, I've, I've seen and, you know, it, it just really might depend, but, um, I think I would, I would consider people's commute time, you know, consider maybe like, like a 15 minute commute. I mean, that, that, that's when you might listen on, on your way to work or on the way back from work or something like that. So. Absolutely. Now, talk to us a little bit about how you get your podcast in front of people. How do you go about promoting your podcast? Um, well, for, for me, I've, I've kind of focused on a lot of, of design-oriented shows. So, so obviously, you know, um, forming or finding that that community is is I think key. Um, I think with, without that, you know, it's kind of like. Uh, I heard someone once talk about. I mean, this was like early on talking about. Oh, oh, you know, you ha- you have an email address. Why, why or you know, you, you you get a new email address and you're concerned because you haven't received any emails. Well, you know, it's just kind of like, you know, you you might have a new fax machine. You haven't received any faxes and you're you're frustrated. Well, no one knows that you have a fax machine. You know, here's my number, everyone. <laughs> so, so you have to pretty much tell people that. The, what you're doing and and how to get there. Um, I know you know years ago it was it was really difficult to tell people about our shows because they didn't know how to consume the show. <laughs> they didn't know how to how to hear it. But I I was actually starting you know I would 
I would uh, burn CDs of, of the show and kind of distribute those around to people and kind of it was almost like handing out cassettes of the band out, out of the trunk, you know. Hey, you really get to listen to this show. I think you're going to like it. And then, you know, it was something that you could just start blasting emails and, you know, c- collecting email addresses. And and cer- certainly social media is, is definitely something that, that, that you'll want to use. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's just a matter of finding that audience and uh, just keep keeping the audience engaged. Mm-hmm. And I assume that you you upload your podcast to um, iTunes, which is kind of the uh, central clearinghouse for all things podcasting. Yes, yeah. I mean, in, in the beginning, I, I was sort of blasting it out to, oh, I don't know, ten, thirty different aggregators, and there were mm-hmm. several that I mean that I, I I really can't even remember them. I mean, there there were a lot of podcast kind of networks um, that, that that you could send them out to, but I but you know I just found that you know if if, if you're using the term podcast, which was kind of created by Apple, then I, you know, I guess we'll just keep it on iTunes, which is the largest largest place to go to, to, to find things. But you know, cer- certainly making a website is is probably the first step that I, I would always recommend. You know, make you know make a website for the show, and then each show could could be automatic. You know, I mean, I mean, you'd want to post that show on you know that site each, each time make you know make it make it important enough to to make people go there um so you know if 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 you have something to say first put put it on the site and then send your links out of where and then and then when they come to learn more about the show and read the show notes then they can find all that branding and marketing that you've kind of spent so long building <laughs> Sure, and your website gives you a great chance to add auxiliary materials. Like if you wanted to say, oh, and go check out our website to see what we're talking about with this kind of design, you can't do that on iTunes. Absolutely. Yes. So we are about to wrap up the show. Tell us, what is on your iPod? What are your must-listen podcasts? Besides oh, your own. Actually, oh, right. No, um, I actually listen to. Um, there's a series of of new business podcasts that are coming out that are, I mean, like uh, more like web design kind of business, which is kind of uh, it's becoming a trend I've found. Which um, you know I've wanted to start one for a while, but but you know it's like with with business, the the, the more you learn, the more work you get. So I really yeah. it's, it's a lot easier to like learn from those experts and kind of apply it to my business and not have to talk about it as much. Just do it. Um, so, uh, so, so with that, I'm, I'm listening to a lot of, uh, a lot of those type of podcasts. Um, um, actually pull up the podcast app, which I really don't care for on the iPhone, but mm-hmm. we use it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, oh, the, the moth podcast is, is, is a really great one. It's, oh. it's, it's where people, uh, get up and just tell a story and it's, it's like a random story. It's mm-hmm. over at the moth. Moth.com, I, or I believe. I'm not sure the the URL there, but yeah, I believe it's produced by uh, NPR. Yes. Yeah. Or PRX, either either one of those. Well, distributed. <laughs> However, that all works. Yes. So yeah, people- um, there's several. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, uh, like a few new shows that I, that I've talked about doing are me talking with my own clients, which which I kind of uh, thought, okay, you know. You know, I'll put together like a portfolio on my site, and um, on my website I will do a lot of screencasting 
for, for like tutorials on on like yeah. on like site handoffs. I'll you know I'll show show my clients on 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 how to use their sites, and I start mm-hmm. to realize this is this is great content to consume. Um, you know, for, for, for the rest of the world to, to also view. So, so I, I started thinking, you know, maybe it's kind of a cool thing to start interviewing my own clients and doing my own show on my own site, talking about their projects. You know, so I think we're going to be doing that shortly, um, which, which should be pretty cool. So, look, looking forward That's to that. Great. That's a great idea, and that's just another wonderful example of repurposing the content. Uh, and stretching that so that it goes farther. So as you can tell, we are almost out of time. If people want to hear your archive of podcasts or get the news on your new season that's coming up, where can they find out more? Um, I'll probably be posting more over at squareflare.com. That's like the uh, the name or like the shape, square and then flare, like you'd wear on a vest. <laughs> That's not a good description at all. Uh, Squareflare.com, or or you can also follow, follow me on Twitter. I'm at Alan Hauser, A-L-A-N-H-O-U-S-E-R. Well, Alan, it has been a pleasure having you today. Thank you so much for joining us. All right. It, it's been fantastic. I, I, I hope you, you stuck it out long enough to, <laughs> to get something out of what I offered there. <laughs> I am. Ch- I got loud out of it. I hope that those of you listening did too. It is always good to have you with us, whether you're listening live or downloading later on iTunes or through Blog Talk Radio. We will be back next week with another edition of More Than a Few Words. Thanks for listening. <laughs>